Welcome to the Splash of Sass podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live after show because I don't have anything else to talk about except for the fact that I literally just spilled my entire cup of iced coffee all over my white rug. And I'm kind of out of stain remover because the cats throw up every other second. So, ew, sorry, TMI. Wow, what a great way to start. Okay. In other news, I'm also getting a Thai massage today, you guys. What? I don't even know what that means. I saw it on um, the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip to Thailand. And basically, these masseuses were climbing all over the girls to like contort their bodies and crack them in the craziest ways and massage all these strange parts of you you didn't even know, crevices you didn't know you had. And I couldn't be more excited. And Portia, I believe it was Portia in the Real Housewives, she was like, I heard that they give everyone happy endings, but we didn't get happy endings and I'm not okay with that. (laughs) I kind of agree. Like, honestly, that's, you're so relaxed in a massage. It just like would be nice if they just really made sure you were fully, fully relaxed. That's all I'll say, but I will let you know how it goes. The reason I'm getting it is because Oliver turns into a coyote at night and he just takes up three-fourths of the bed. Like, he weighs 11 pounds and somehow he owns the entire queen bed. So, as the king he is. So, I am suffering the consequences in my upper neck area. So, again, TMI, who gives a fuck about me? Let's move on to Jeff's show. Yesterday, April 6th, was John Hill, Megan Weaver, and Shane Douglas. Jameson. We started with Jameson's birthday party is Saturday. Okay, never forget last year when I believe this was it, when you had to bring your hopes and dreams to Jameson's party, his picnic in the park, and Jeff gave him $500 for food because Jameson wasn't going to get anybody food or drinks. And so Jeff gave him $500 and Jameson spent 300 of it and then pocketed the other 200 I just love it. I love the honesty. I love because that's such a human thing to do. Like we all just try to, you know, yeah, no, I want my guests to have fun and everything. But like, if I can also profit a little, then sure. Why not? My guests don't need caviar. You know, they're fine with some grocery store sushi or whatever they ended up with. But it's so funny because this Saturday, Jeff is going to have to face the improv crew that he absolutely dragged through the elephant Thailand dirty poop mud. Um, And he's scared that they're going to be mad at him. If anybody missed that, basically, the chumps went to Jameson's improv show. And as you can imagine, Jeff wanted to be supportive. Keyword wanted. And what actually happened was an entire takedown of the improv industry in Jeff's eyes. So it's just, it's a great episode. Go back to the archives. But um, I love how Jeff is scared to face the improv crew. And so instead of him being like, you know what? I'm just going to immediately go up to them and be like, guys, sorry. Like, 
just say sorry to their face. He's like, you know what? We just don't have to speak. I'm, I'm just not going to speak to them. Like you just shit on them. And now you're going to ignore them. Uh-uh, Jeff, this is why I'm here. This is why it's Friday. So hopefully somebody gets this to you that please just say sorry really quick. And maybe, maybe you give them $500 each. <laughs> Let them pocket the full thing that money makes up for everything. Just get them Amazon gift cards or some shit like a serious subscription, because we know that you and Sirius are on great terms right now. <clears throat> Basically, uh, later in the episode, Jeff keeps mentioning how uh, Sirius has not paid Jeff for February yet, which look, I don't want to get into all this because that's their deal. But just Jeff, like check your contracts. Cause I work in contracts and it should spell out payment stuff. So just that's my advice. Moving on to Megan getting a new iPhone and it going off classically as the radio show is going, which it's a thing for everyone that all the listeners, because if you watch the pre-show, you always see Jameson telling everyone phones off, but Megan's like, my phone is always off. And this time it wasn't girl. And she was like, yeah, but it's a new iPhone and it's problematic. And you know what? I kind of agree because my iPhone sucks. I just bought a brand new iPhone 14 paid for it in full. Like, yeah, just take my, open up my veins, take whatever you want. Like, I don't care. Just please give me this phone. And I'm not a fan. I feel like it's slow. My camera that I was so excited for the camera. Honestly, I feel like my iPhone 10 was better than this, or I think I had an iPhone eight. I don't know, but my old phone I had for six years before I got this iPhone 14. And I think it really was better than the rest. But also that was kind of crazy because my old iPhone my, it was actually my mom's, but we were at a restaurant in Cape Cod and she had it in her back pocket of her pants and she went pee and <laughs> forgot that it was in the pocket and it slipped down the toilet. It fell into the toilet and then she flushed it down the drain and didn't realize it until it was flushing. So she went to the hostess stand and she was like, hey, um, really sorry, but you guys might want to call a plumber because you now have an iPhone in your pipes. And so they did call a plumber, actually. And I had been calling the phone and texting it like, if anybody finds this phone down in the Ninja Turtle sewer pipes, I don't even know, then yeah, hit me up and I'll go meet you, Michelangelo. Oh my gosh, I'm impressed at my Ninja Turtle recollection because I could not... Vincent, wasn't he another one? Vincicino? Pepperoncino? So anyways, basically the restaurant over the weekend called a plumber. The plumber came in, took apart the pipes, found the phone. The phone was still ringing. They could see my text message. They call my phone and they're like, hey, we're on your mom's phone right now and it's working and it's here. And it was in our sewage pipes. And we're like, perfect, we're on our way. And my, it was my extra old phone at that point. So my mom had already gotten a new one. So she gave me her poop phone to use for the past six years. And I think that poop phone was better than the new iPhone 14 piece of shit poop phone that I now have. So that was all to say, I got you, Megan. I agree. John Hill's car met the repo man. He met, he went outside one morning and his car was gone. Uh, repossessed because he didn't have valid payments on file for months. And Jeff goes, did they not call you? Try to get in touch with you? And John's like, no, they did. I, I just didn't answer. 
again, I agree, boy. I agree. I don't answer shit. In fact, my voicemail literally says, hey, it's Amy. Text me. <laughs> like, don't leave me a voicemail. I don't want real mail. I don't want real mail. I don't want voicemails. I don't want emails. I don't want any type of mail. It can all just jump off a bridge that I never want to see. Fly off to Terabithia and go away for life. Like, if you need to get in contact with me, then just don't. Like, don't. Why is everyone hassling everyone? Just like, stop. I went to my mailbox the other day and it was fucking stuffed of newspaper flyers, this and that. And I'm like, this is all fucking shit. Like, if it was fun mail, maybe I'd like it, but it's only just people yelling at you to pay them more. Just like John had to learn because he's not paying his payments. Um, but then John mentioned he got a lease discount for working at Sirius and all the chumps are like, what the fuck? Where's our discount? Jeff, again, going to the contracts, you got to read these contracts. Like it must be in there somehow the perks. Also, this is why you need to be on smelly and HR's good side because HR is the department that lets you know about all the hookups that you get and they'll outline the company perks. If you ask politely and maybe call her by her real name. But also John had to pay the repo fees um, in cash. Obviously, we all know, or if you don't know, then congratulations, you've been a very responsible adult. But if you've ever had your car towed, you have to pay cash. I moved to Boston and one of my first weeks there, the street sweepers, I didn't know this was a thing. And they towed my car. First of all, the street sweepers are so, they're in cahoots with the towing companies so that I guess, and it makes sense because, you know, they're really trying to clean the streets. And instead, we're all just pieces of shit that park there and leave our cars there. But there's nowhere else to park. Like, we need a, a street sweeping garage that we can all park in while you want to clean. So basically, I went out one day. My car was gone. It took me forever to figure out what the fuck ha even happened. I had no idea. And I, it was a mile away, my my. Uh, towing yard. I don't even know what it's called. Um, and so impound lot, let's go with that. And so I walked a fucking mile because all of my friends were working. I had just moved there. I'd, I wasn't going to Uber by myself. I mean, that's the un downfall of being a younger girl or not. I guess I'm not that younger, but you know, being a girl, you just safety first. So I'd rather walk a mile is what I'm saying. So I did got to the impound lot with my credit card and they were like, uh, absolutely not. We need cash. I had to walk a fucking mile home back to where I live near an ATM, walk a mile back. I was just, I'm like, and I will walk 500 miles just to get this fucking car not towed. So I think it happened again eventually. I never learned my lesson. That's what, again, I'm the fool. I spilled my coffee. I don't pay tickets. I have a poop phone. I'm the fool, y'all. Don't be offended. Uh, also, John debated fighting his parking tickets in court. And I recently had to go to court because, again, I'm a fool. And I didn't know that you had to renew your registration for your car. So I got pulled over for that. And honestly, I feel like there should be an adulting checklist like every month. Like, did you fill the windshield wiper fluid? Is this done? Did you do your taxes? This, that, like, I need a, a human adult checklist to be a fucking responsible adult. That's my, I'm putting that out in the universe. If somebody wants to create that, because clearly I don't even know what responsibilities I need to have to be responsible.
if that makes sense. So anyways, when I was in um, traffic court for this ticket, <laughs> this guy in front of me, he was uh, like a middle-aged man, a little squirrely. Like you could tell he was very uncomfortable. He was dressed in a suit. He had a lawyer there and the lawyer was trying to be a hot shot, like talking to the bailiffs and talking to whoever like, oh yeah, I know people around here. It's like, yeah, bro. These are basically your colleagues. You're here every day. And so I was right behind them. So I kind of heard them talking. <laughs> and so the lawyer's like, yeah, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And he went to another courtroom. And so then this new lady comes in to sit down. She's another violator. She's one of us, the fools. And she sees this middle-aged man and she's like, Hey, Tom, Oh my God, Tom, I don't know if you know me, but your daughters, Katie and Delilah, they're in my, my daughter's class. Like, oh my God, we're from this town. We're from Connecticut, like wherever. I don't want to give away locations in case this man might find me. And he looked so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable. Like she was like basically screaming for the entire traffic court. Like, Tom, your daughters, we live in this town. These are their names, blah, blah, blah. And then you guys, all of a sudden court is in session. Bum, bum, bum. Judge Lauren Lake. I wish it was Judge Lauren Lake. Love her. But so court was in session. This guy goes first. The lawyer comes back in, brings the guy up. He was the only one with the lawyer. Probably because he was the only one with the DUI case. Oh my God. He went first and he had a fucking DUI case. And this lady literally was just like, Tom, I know your kids and you're from this town. And now it's like, oh, and we all know that now you're um, from this place and you have your loving family that you got shit face and drove home. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess that was all of our childhood. So no judgment, Tom, or whoever you were, but it was just funny. And Megan, moving on, Megan got her official LMU. I'm glad they said Loyola Marymount because I was like, I don't know what the fuck any acronym is like FSU, fuck shit up. I don't know. Um, She got her official alumni letter from the rowing team, from the rowing team, which she was on for eight days until she realized it was a 5 a.m. meeting time and there was running involved actual running it was jameson looked it up as she was talking they had to run five miles every single morning but my biggest thing is does anyone really believe that megan lasted eight days running five miles i mean no judgment if it was different back in the day but i just i feel like she would have given up after eight minutes i love you megan i love you so much but i'm just saying and my sister did crew freshman year she it was the same thing she wanted to do it. And then the 5am wake up call. Absolutely not. But we did go up for a meet once a meet. I believe that's what it's called. And my dad is very into like Western wear and cowboy hats and bolo ties and all that shit. Even though he's like a Boston suburb, suburban boy, suburban boy, a boy from the Boston suburbs, Boston, who knows? And so he was wearing a cowboy hat during the meet. And then on the way home, because it was a two and a half an hour, two and a half hour drive, he put down the back seat of his Durango and 
my sister and I basically like slept in the, like laid down in the back, like from the trunk to the back seat. And it was all just flat. And we just like put a comforter out there and some pillows, super safe, so safe. And, but it was so comfy. And so when we finally get home and he pops open the trunk and we're just like sleeping kittens in the back, like, Oh, that was so comfy. Thanks dad. Best day ever. And then I get up. And I had been sleeping on his cowboy <laughs> and I had smushed it to smithereens with my large body, my large child's body. I have never in my life seen him so disappointed in me. I swear. I swear. He literally looked at me like, how do I get another child? Because this one is getting returned. Like I, I've never felt more unloved than that one moment. And he recovered from it, but, um, yeah, I still like to bring it up. So Megan actually ended up donating to this, uh, from this alumni letter, really because she wants her daughter to get into the same college, but she donated a whopping $100, Woo! which we actually need LMU to confirm after the Anna Lord, Anna Lord, Anna Lynn McCord Accord debacle of 2020. Anna Lynn McCord debacle of 2020. When Megan said she donate and then we never know what happened with that. We still don't know. John Hill didn't get his college diploma because he didn't pay his parking tickets to the university. I just don't like to me it's such a like character defining quality of like irresponsibility. I mean, again, I say I'm irresponsible but it's like levels of it right and so I just am dramatic with my self-deprecating talk like as we all are well no we all aren't <laughs> again I like to generalize and so to me whenever I see somebody on like the next level of irresponsibility I'm like dude pull your shit together as if I'm one to talk but it's just because here's my thing. Somebody paid for college, right? Like it was either you or it was your parents or it was scholarships, which it doesn't really sound like that was the case in this scenario, but somebody paid. So it's like you get the job 99.9% .9 done, but you can't finish it because of parking tickets. Like, honestly, I, and his thing is like, it's just a piece of paper. Yeah. My brother says the same thing. And it's still just, an, if it's just a piece of paper, then then pay the fucking tickets. Like, it's not about you. It's about everybody that was invested in your career, your education, like all of that. It's just fucking lame. It's lame. So shame for being lame. And again, I mean, my name rhymes with lame. Aim, aim can be lame. So <sighs> don't think I'm judging. But we did move on to a game called Vanderpump versus Vanderdump. And I just love when the chumps play a game that consists of pictures as if we can see anything. And it was basically them just saying that they would fuck everybody. Like they're, they were literally down to fuck anyone except Katie Maloney, which I listen to her interview on Danny Pellegrino's everything iconic podcast. And I really think she does kind of get a bad edit and like a bad, or like she's just around shitty people. So it makes her angry because they're fools. They are fools that Vanderpump cast the whole game. It was just obviously pump it like, you know, sexual pumps or, um, not, it wasn't like Vander dump, like take a dump on them. It was just dump them and leave them and, and, throw them in the trash. But I basically feel like Jeff and Shane just want to keep John's mind on sex. 
which I don't get the whole, I don't get the obsession with JH, but that's my own thing. We also, talking about sex, moved on to double, double amputee sex, which Megan attempted to tell a new story about a double amputee driving. So, of course, back to sex, Jeff would Vanderpump him. I don't know. I think it's just different for girls and guys because, like, we need at least, like, a, a finger working or, like, an elbow or, like, a toe or a knee to push in somewhere. Like, if it was just just the... If it was just the um, sexual organ, if it was just a stick, then all right. So I don't, but everybody deserves sex. So I hope all the amputees are loving life out there. Oh my God. Am I going to get bad karma for this? I love you guys all so much to the amputees and I'm sorry. And you know what? Everyone's right. The prosthetics are so advanced now and we're all going to be in robot bodies anyway, soon enough. You're going to download your consciousness onto a little iPad and we're all going to be little segues on iPads rolling around this world. So don't worry about it. Uh, Jeff let us know that um, on airplanes, we moved on to flights and traveling and all of that. Jeff let us know that he hates helping women lift their luggage into the overhead compartments. So I just took a note because I just wanted to let everyone know that chivalry is not dead. Not dead. It's just absolutely fucking incinerated, set on fire, and thrown into the bottom of a black hole but not dead not dead he also mentioned all of his pet peeves and wants to write a book on it but you need to add when people behind you are kicking your seat like whether it's a kid or like somebody that keeps on like fiddling around and whatever and they keep on like you're just getting thrown forward thrust forward it's just it's obnoxious man and then we were talking about what food is good for a plane. And I kind of always bring an apple. And then I always feel like a cow with a megaphone. Because I'm always like, oh, this will be a clean eat. You know, it's just nice and fresh and crisp. And you get a little hydration too. And then I'm sitting there like, sorry, everyone. Not that everyone's listening. Everyone's in headphone land anyway. Also, one last side note I found interesting was that Jeff mentions that Heather and Krista had a little tension, perhaps, allegedly, in Mexico after Krista was like, oh, my gosh, this really cool restaurant that we're in right now. Yeah, I found it. I'm so glad I found it. And Heather's like, bitch, I fucking found it and made the reservation. You are an animal. They had already been spending too much time together, and it was the straw that broke the camel's back. But I just found it interesting because, again, I love Heather's Juicy Scoop podcast, and I feel like she didn't really dive too deep into Mexico. So to know that, yeah, like, no, it was fun, but my friend, you know, it could be a lot. Maybe that's why she only talked about it for a couple minutes. But speaking of, oh, my God, I've been talking for way too long. Ew, I need to go get ready for my massage. I will let you know if the ending is happy or sad. Stay tuned. What a cliffhanger. I know you guys really just can't wait. Okay, find me on iTunes, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. Um, I set up a Twitter. Maybe I'll do an Instagram if you guys want. But right now I have no listeners. So I have a couple, but I love you guys anyways. And and we'll always remember that these were the starting days. This is the fun part when no one gives a shit. No one will ever give a shit. I give a shit about you, and that's about it. Okay, I love you guys. Bye. Splash, splash, splash. Splash your sails. Splash your sails.